Stray Cats. I'm Logan. I'm Liberty. And we are... We're just hanging out. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like we don't have really anything much going on. I mean, we're drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. Getting caffeinated. I'm also drinking a liquid IV to get hydrated simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good plan. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. I can't. Why? I just don't like it. I, I can't li- I can't drink liquid IV. That's what I can't do. It's not the best, but it works. It's too salty. Yeah. Like, way too salty. Yeah. I guess you could go for a Gatorade. No. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'd rather... What else could I drink that's hydrating? I've been drinking those poppies so much. Yeah. Like, obnoxiously. I don't think those are hydrating, though. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, it's good for my gut. Yeah. So at least I have that going for me. No, but I was going to say, though, that when I went to the urogynecologist and they were like, oh, yeah, I don't think you have an infection. So now I'm like, I can drink as much caffeine now as I want. Oh. So I'm, I'm drinking sodas again because I've only been drinking root beer. It's the <laughs> only one that I like that doesn't have caffeine. Yeah. So I had like cherry Coke yesterday and I was like, I forgot how good this was. The poppy version? No, or a like real one? Cherry Coke. Yeah, it's good. I can't like drink too much of it or else it's like ew. Yeah, that's a good point. It's yeah. too much like if it's like if you put too much syrup in it mm-hmm. at like the gas station. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyways. Well, how are you doing? Would you like to share your high low buffalo? Yeah. Um so I mean the past two weeks have been super busy, but for this week I think my high would be the um, group therapy session I did oh. on Thursday. Um, I just went in on Thursday to my internship site to do group therapy, and that's it. Um, yeah. Just because no therapists were there that day, and they're supposed to have group therapy daily. Um, so Interesting. I went in and did it by myself, and... It was a really good session, actually. Yeah. You know, you hear about, like, group dynamics and, like, things that can happen in groups in, like, that course in Mm -hmm. our program. And then I got to actually observe it in my group Thursday, and it was really cool. It was a really good session. Not to sidetrack, but, like, when I went to group therapy, like, for... It was called, like, Getting Unstuck. Yeah. For, like, depression. And they were... It was, like, we had this workbook, and it was, like try to go outside more and like work out like it was just like I hated it yeah it was offered by like the university so they didn't want they didn't have enough resources to put us with like one person so they just throw us into a group yeah it was yeah um psycho education groups are generally kind of a little boring sometimes and that's what that sounds like yeah it it wasn't like real therapy it yeah. was just like you weren't having discourse no it was just, it was just yeah yeah I did not like it yeah no because it's usually with things like that like we know getting outside and exercising exactly. helps depression it's just like can you actually do that and it's just like I don't know yeah 
it's just not very motivating to keep hearing that. <laughs> no, it was not helpful. Yeah. Whatsoever. So I literally, I don't think I went back. I went to like one, maybe two sessions. Yeah. I saw this girl from like my residence hall and I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> well, we're both depressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my favorite. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm happy for you. Yeah. It's nice. Um, my low was taking that comps exam <laughs> for graduation. Um, I was feeling like decently confident going in and then I read the first few questions and that confidence disappeared. You're like, oh shit. I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. this is not gonna be easy. This is what this is about. Um, yeah, so it was really hard. We'll see. I won't be surprised if I fail. But <laughs> You know what? I can retake it. <laughs> I guess at least you've accepted it too. Like, yeah, you're expecting it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, and for my buffalo, I couldn't really think of anything for this week. When things happen in my life, I just don't usually. I don't know. I'm not usually phased by a lot of things, so I don't even know yeah. that some things are weird or strange or, like, wild um, <laughs> until somebody prompts me to, or, I don't know, something reminds me of, like, a story, mm-hmm. and then I tell it, and then I'm like, oh, my life is not boring at all. It's not. <laughs> but it's, like, I don't perceive these things as weird, yeah. usually, because I'm just, like... I don't know, just going through life, like, hmm, shrugging, like, okay, that happened. It's normal. Move on. It's <laughs> yeah. normal. Oh, my God. My, hi, I finished the book um, by Abby Jacobson from Broad City. <laughs> what is it called? I'm going to regret this. I think that's what it's called. Michael. Michael. <laughs> I don't think is he playing a game? I think so. <laughs> um, it's called I Might Regret This by Abby from Broad City. And I had seen it, I went to like this local bookshop last week and I'm trying to get into reading. Mm-hmm. Cause you know I don't really love love reading. No. I used to as a child, um, but I had that um what's it called when you're like overly gifted oh. and then <laughs> You grow up and you're like you're mentally ill, so then you can't read anymore. Um, that's what I have. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> is that a phenomenon? Yes, because I'm You've the same. It? No, it is a thing. It's like if you were like really smart as a kid and you were like in like the gifted program, uh-huh. like you were a hardcore reader. Like I read all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, and then you grow up and you become mentally ill and you're like, anxious <laughs> and depressed, and then you can no longer read. Yeah. Like, my my brain is too all over the place for me to be a good reader. Yeah. I was also a gifted... Edu- what? What is it called? Gifted and talented education. Yeah. yeah I did that, too. Um, and I did, like, reading. And now I'm the <laughs> same. I can't... I, I can't do it. I can't read. I can't comprehend. Like, my reading comprehension is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so crazy because I feel like as a kid, like, that was one of my high... Yeah. My abilities was uh-huh. comprehension. Yeah. But yeah, so now, I think with this book, it was a lot easier because it's split up into kind of, like, essays and, like, yeah. drawings and just 
her going through her thoughts. So I really liked it. I honestly, like, I started, like, tearing up because Mm. she talks about, um, like, growing up and then, like, trying to get through, um, like, adulthood and through her breakups. But so she was talking about how her and Alana, like, got into Broad City. Did you know that it was a web series before? No. Yeah, it was a web series first. Oh, that's fun. I know. Well, they couldn't get, like, they were in this program that was, like, founded by, like, Amy Poehler. Okay. And I guess they couldn't get into, like, the top performing troupe. Okay. Like, improv troupe. Yeah. And. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Elvis. <laughs> He's got his little feathers. Oh. Um, she couldn't get into the, like, best troupe. They started the web series because they weren't allowed in, mostly because they are women. Yeah. And I was like, that's ridiculous. How embarrassing. Mm-hmm. How embarrassing for those teachers and those professors that, like, thought yeah. they weren't funny because they're women. Yeah. And now they've had a show on Comedy Central. Yeah. That was phenomenal. It's so good. I continued to rewatch it to this day. I'm rewatching it again because I just, I love it so much. I've rewatched it. I can't even tell you how many times. You're going to love the book. It's And then she talks about, like, things that happened in real life that she, like, incorporated. Like, you know, where they couldn't get, like, like a breakfast sandwich after 11 a.m. Yeah. Like, she was like, that literally happened to us. So yeah. So, just wrote about it. Or, like, Bevers. Like, she had a roommate <laughs> that was never around, and her boyfriend moved in. It was, like... That was real? Not, oh, my they, God. Like, she said it was exaggerated, but Well, still, yeah. I but was like... the concept was real. Yeah. Was okay. Like, wow. That would honestly be so fun to just, like, see things and then make, like, a sketch about it. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. I don't think I could. Maybe if I tried. I haven't tried before, though. I can't act. No. But, yeah. But maybe that's, like, a plus. You know, like, we just, like, act like ourselves. And that's pretty much what they did anyway, right? Yeah. Like, we would just kind of, like, have this general idea and just kind of, like, be ourselves and do a lot of improv. (laughs) I don't know. It's probably a lot harder than I'm thinking it is. I know, I know, but yeah, so you're going to love the book, and I think I felt really bad for her, because I feel like she went through a lot, oh. like, in her 20s, Yeah, and yeah, it's so good, so good, so now I'm, like, getting back into reading. Oh, okay. So. You're officially back in. I'm back in. Oh, all right, that I'm book did in. it for her, too. so <laughs> if you want to be a trendy reading girl, read that book. And not calling Hoover. Sorry. No. Sorry to all those stands. Okay. Fuck. This is a this is gonna be Fuck a hot Colleen take. Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> Say it loud over the people in the back. Fuck Colleen Hoover. Um here at Stray Cats, we are not basic bitches. And I will say I understand actually I don't understand. Okay. Like a lot of my friends love her books. Yeah. Don't get it. I haven't read them. Right. I so, haven't either. Um, we don't really have that much room to talk, but... No. Yeah. I get it. One of my friends likes her books, too, but honestly, I'm not super into, like, the cheesy romance stuff. No. And I've also just, like, not heard great things about Colleen Hoover. 
as a person as a person that's what yeah and like i don't know i i think i would have to read like one of the books that she wrote has like parts in it that are like not totally pc with a bunch of people mm. and um i think i would have to read it to get my opinion on it yeah. because you know writing is an art form so I mean, yeah, I, I did know. terrible in my creative writing class, so I yeah. guess I get it. Maybe maybe I'll read one Ugh. and then report back because I kind of feel bad talking so much shit about her without actually reading anything, but every time somebody's, like, at the beach and they have their Colleen Hoover book. I judge them. them. I know. I hate it. And every time I show Michael, I'm like, this is such, like, so annoying. Yeah. Because meanwhile, like, when I was at the beach, I was reading a book about dead bodies, so. <laughs> Two types of girls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But also her book covers are so ugly. Yes, they are. I, I read a book by, by its cover. Yeah, me too. So if it's not cute, and it's not, like, not even cute, if it's not calling to me, like, I can't read it. And I'm sorry, but, like, Japanese cherry blossoms blowing in the wind don't really speak to me. They don't. So. I don't know. I think it's just, like, a craze. Like, once girlies started talking about it, then, like, everybody got into it. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe we just need to find out for ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. I think her books and some other ones definitely, like, popped off on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But from what I've gathered from, like, people that I follow who read those books that people like recommend so much on TikTok are like not good. Yeah. <laughs> just because other people just aren't as intellectual as us. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I felt so bad. I literally posted yesterday. I was like, oh, in my book era. And my friend was like, oh my gosh, we should like have a, like a book club. We'll read the same book and then discuss together. And I was like, I don't like Colleen Hoover. And she's like, I love her. And I was like, uh. See, there's a difference between Colleen Hoover and, like, really bad romance books. Mm-hmm. Like, I could probably enjoy a really bad, raunchy romance book. Yeah. But uh, Colleen Hoover, she takes herself too seriously. Yes. It's like, make that's it really it bad mm-hmm. or really good. And Colleen yeah. Hoover is neither. I know. That's the whole thing. All these girlies are like, I'm crying reading this book. And it's like, mm, No. I'd I burn it. it. <laughs> That's a banned book yeah. on our radar. Yeah, so I'm going to try and get into reading. I got a couple law books yesterday. Law? <laughs> we went into this old bookstore, the Jackson Street Booksellers. Have you been in there? No. It's like wall-to-wall. Like Jack- Is it ceiling. downtown? Yeah. Okay. Or an old market. Yeah. And... I didn't realize they had all only like old books and I was like okay I can that's, go through these that's a vibe that's cool I know I was like Michael here's some on the Civil War you want to read some of those he wasn't interested nah he can probably just watch World War Two in color on Netflix <laughs> get the same he probably has already they're different that. wars but in my head I really don't care <laughs> it's the same thing yeah so anyways I went and saw the law section and I was like, okay, because, like, I took, a, like, a women in the law class, and okay. honestly, it was really interesting. I just didn't like reading, like, the actual, like, cases, yeah. you know? Yeah. I like reading about the cases. Yeah. And, like, the nuances. Mm-hmm. You so, want to read the results. Yeah. 
That's exactly it. So I got one that's like uh, by Sandra Day O'Connor about mm. being like the first woman and what went down. Ooh. So that should be good. And then I got one that's about um, people that make excuses. So it's like this attorney who it like studies or he goes into like detail about like OJ, like people that make excuses oh. for like doing horrible things and then they get away with it. Right. Yeah. So I at first I was kind of hesitant because it was like battered woman syndrome and I was like, okay, that's an actual thing. Yeah. Um. So not sure about this, but then he went through and like they said some of his examples and I was like, okay, I can do that. So, oh wait, I think it's the abuse excuse. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. Meaning like. You're being abused so you commit a crime and yes. then it's excusable. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I didn't explain that well. I, I just read the cover, so that's why. So I, I understood. You got me. Yeah. Wait, what was I saying? Okay, so I got those books. Oh my god, I'm still talking about my high. Sorry about that. Oh, I forgot <laughs> that we were doing that. <laughs> um, so my low. What was my low? I must have scatterbrained. Yeah. I don't have a low. Yeah. How nice is that? (laughs) Yeah, I don't really have one. My bladder kind of flared up the other day, but that was about it. Took a little muscle relaxer. I was good to go. Mm -hmm. Good to go. Jello legs all the way. Yeah. I went straight (laughs) to bed. I was like, oh, I'm not tired. Popped the muscle relaxer in. I was sleeping like a baby. See, I'm so tempted sometimes to take one of my Ativans if I can't fall asleep, but then I'm like, oh, this is gonna, this is a, a slippery slope. Yeah, <laughs> As, you're just asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you gotta, you got to. I'm just afraid, because I don't want to get addicted. Yeah. And addiction runs in my family. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, real strong, <laughs> so, um, definitely staying careful with that one i definitely gave in to my nicotine addiction <laughs> yeah which is not the worst yeah not as bad as an ativan addiction or so. like a heroin addiction right yeah. could always be worse that's what i say <laughs> it's called harm reduction <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i that was it for me um my buffalo i kind of had a couple but i was gonna say my I think my pelvic wand is my buffalo. Oh yeah. I got I got this thing in the mail the other day. I just showed Logan. She thought it was a vibrator. It looks like one. It does look like and one. I was looking at the pamphlet that came with it and there are versions of that same thing that do vibrate. I did see that. And there's one that heats up. Oh, you know what that would help though? For yeah, like it muscles. would. Yeah. Yeah, so my pelvic floor therapist, who I love to death, I'm going to try and get her to listen to this podcast, but she um, recommended that I get the pelvic wand because, like, when I go, she literally puts her fingers at me and then, like, <laughs> massages my muscles, like, yeah. pushes on, like, those pressure points. And so she told me to get that so I can do it at home because, like, I don't know what I'm doing with my own fingers. Yeah. So I'm going to try that. I'm still yet to try it because i'm a little nervous i don't like sticking yeah. things at me but yeah we'll see we'll mm-hmm. see anyways so that's exciting okay something weird that i have yeah do you have any other vibrators yeah yeah i have like um a rabbit do you like that i only use it like on my clip 
Yeah, I don't like it. I have a rabbit and I don't like it. I don't. I only it doesn't do anything for me. No, uh, yeah. I only like clitoral. I don't yeah. like anything like vaginal. Yeah, I have um like a clitoral like suction one, mm. and that one's really good. No, <laughs> yeah, I haven't tried one. I should get one. I've seen those. Yeah, because I like I like that. Yeah, I can send you the, the one link. I got on Amazon. Okay, mm-hmm. I need that. Yeah, I only use my rabbit for like. My clit, I don't mm-hmm. use it for anything else, so, like, I don't really need it. No. Like, I want, like, a smaller one. Yeah. Because it's kind of hard to, like, handle. Yeah, no. The one I have is, like, mm-hmm. yay big, and it's, like, easy to... It's called a dolphin, because <laughs> okay. it's shaped kind of like a dolphin. It has, like, a dolphin little tail. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got through our, our high-low high buffaloes. Yeah. Trend takes. We're on TikTok, bitches. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I literally looked at it. Um, yeah, I started a TikTok, which I, we're not, I'm not great at TikTok. Not either. So please do not um, get mad about my editing skills or, you know, like putting text on shit. I don't, I don't know how to do it. So mm-hmm. I just was kind of like doing it. But we actually got a decent amount of people mm-hmm. like that viewed it and people that liked it. We got our first meme comment. We're famous. <laughs> That's how you know. That's how you know you made it when you get haters. Yeah. But I like literally that happened and then I sat there for a second and I just kind of was thinking about it. I was like, damn. I was like, that was kind of mean. I was like, I'm a little sensitive for this. Like yeah. maybe I'm not made for this. You know, I never thought like some, like a hate comment would like get to me or anything. Yeah. But this one did a little bit it did it made it was something about like maybe you guys are the bad friends or something and i was like oh my god am i are we the bad friends it's so much so that i had to go back and re-listen to that part of the podcast yeah that was in the tiktok and like make sure that i wasn't an asshole but but then if you listen to the whole thing yeah we literally said it's like we have people that aren't great friends yeah so, like, how are we the bad ones? Because we don't want to give them the time of day. Right. It Stupid. was just, like, um, only a small part was included in the TikTok, obviously. Um, short-form yeah. content. And so they didn't hear the whole thing. And, yeah, after I re-listened to it, I was like, oh, no. No, we're okay. We're, we're we, good. We were fine. <laughs> yeah, that really had me thinking. I was like, um, I don't really know what to say to that. And I kind of wanted to pull, I kind of wanted to pull a Jackie Schimmel and be mm. like, fuck off. Like, you literally are, you're using a burner account on TikTok. Like, just shut your mouth. You know what I mean? I just hate yeah. freaking keyboard, keyboard warriors. Um, you know what? I think we should just let it happen because the more discourse that goes on, the more popular we get. I know! That's what... <laughs> That's what Michael was saying. I was like, I know, but I just get sensitive. I, like, care about what people think of me too much. And that was like, oh, that kind of hurt my feelings. Yeah. But I have to get over it. Yeah. I always get a little bit nervous when we release these episodes because I'm like, ooh, do I sound, like, rude, mean, Mm -hmm. or harsh? Like, I, you know, people on here are aware I'm becoming a therapist, so I'm like... Am I not representing myself well? But no, then I like re-listened to it, and I, 
it's fine. Yeah, because yeah. it's about context. And I yeah. think a lot of people don't understand mm-hmm. context. Right. It's like you kind of single out this, like, thing that we say. Yeah. Um, without trying to actually understand what we're actually saying. Yeah. No, I think that is the only thing that makes me nervous about, like, doing video clips. Yeah. But whatever. Like, it's going to happen. And like you said, it's discourse. Yeah. But I will say, I mean, part of the reason why I wanted to start a podcast was because I was like, I have strong opinions about things. (laughs) And so do you. So I feel like. Yeah. It's just with the territory. Yeah. Like the Colleen Hoover hate. (laughs) Exactly. We're on TikTok, so follow us. Yeah. I believe it's at Stray Cats Podcast. Yeah. Stray Cats Podcast. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know what her handle was. So bad. <laughs> so let's just get started. All right. So this week's episode is about astrology. <laughs> I'm so excited. We thought, well, last week was kind of like very serious. T- it wasn't that serious, but like... It was more serious than we'd like to keep. Yeah. It. So yeah. we want you guys to be entertained. We're yeah. entertainers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this should be fun. Yeah. Um, what should we start with? How did you get into astrology? Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. Well, I think I was into astrology, like, since I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, when I would get, like... Um, Tiger Pop or like Teen Bop like magazines yeah as a kid like to like look through I would always look at the back of it where the horoscopes Horoscopes. were (laughs) and um I would read mine because I knew I was an Aquarius (laughs) that is so cute I can just imagine you doing that I was oh my god that was my favorite part of the magazines um and then yeah I didn't really know anything about like any of the signs yeah um but I was interested in like you know having like this I don't know identity that's kind of formed in the stars and like yeah you can predict things about your future and stuff like that I don't think I really started looking into what astrology even like was mm-hmm. or like what it what each sign kind of like what their characteristics are yeah. and stuff like that until I was in, like, college. Yeah. But, yeah, I would say over the past couple years, I've really, like, built on my knowledge of astrology, um, and I find it fascinating. Yeah, you know a lot, yeah. like, way more than I do. I'm not an expert by any means, but... No, but you, like, know the basics. Oh, yeah. And, like, you can tell somebody based off of, like, what their sign is, like, what their kind of key traits are (laughs) yeah yeah um how into astrology are you okay here's my thing elvis get out of here um i am interested enough about myself i think i've been like the past few years i've been more introspective than anything Mm -hmm. and so i really didn't get into it until probably college too well that college was when i got into like crystals yeah. And really, most of my astrology, like, things that I like are because of, like, friends. Mm-hmm. Like, you are really into it. Like, some of my college friends were really into it. Mm-hmm. And so that's really, like, the only reason why I was kind of trying to learn so that way I could, like, talk about it. Yeah. But, yeah, I 
I did the same thing. I used to read my horoscopes, but ever since like Annie died and then like I kind of had this weird idea of like life not wanting or like I'm not really Catholic anymore. And I think that had a part of it too is like growing up Catholic, like they kind of just tell you like astrology's not real. Mm -hmm. Like everything is God's plan and like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So my parents weren't really open to that. And (laughs) after I got into, like, true crime, too, Mm. that has, like, a lot of, a lot of people that like true crime, like astrology. Yes. So, spiritual stuff, crystals, I've been into that this past, like, few years. So, I did some research before this podcast just so I could be prepared. Yeah. Were you ever, like, an astrology hater? No. I mean, I'm only... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The only reason why, like, I didn't really like astrology was the girlies that were, like, way too into it. Mm. There was this one girl. I call her Rat Face. Oh, my she- God. <laughs> <laughs> she was the worst. I'm telling you right now, she was the worst. Um, but she was friends with Psycho Dana, actually. Oh. Um, yeah. Did not like her. She was very into herself. And she just would not stop talking about how she was a Virgo. That was, it's when people make it, like, their personality. Yeah. And it's annoying. Like, I, I have a lot of, like, Taurus traits, but, like, that's not gonna define, like, me. Yeah. And she was, like, way too into it. Like, would always post about Virgo season. Just, like, people that are way, it, you know what, this is a buzzword in this podcast, and I'm gonna say it anyways, but pick me girl yes she was a pick me girl and that's what like she wore it was her 21st birthday Mm -hmm. and she it wasn't her 21st birthday it was her 21st birthday week and she was still wearing a tiara and a sash to our apartment like we had like 10 people over and she was wearing a tiara and a sash and her birthday was like three days beforehand i was like girly what was that her birthday party no oh okay. no it was just like we were having people over and she that showed up so with annoying. it and i was like girly no yeah pick me she's like trina in victoria oh. so like her birth month yeah yeah she was literally like that all of virgo season she's wearing a tiara and a sash literally mm-hmm. it was her only personality and like everybody refers to her as like their virgo bestie what so weird all of her friends do well just like because she talks about it so much like they're always like love you love you virgo oh okay well she found her people i guess i know because they're (laughs) fucking crazy um but yeah so she was very pick me girl and that was the only reason why like i was like that's annoying Mm -hmm. but most of my friends that do like astrology like aren't they don't make it they're like, not obsessive. Yes. They don't have to disclose that they're a Virgo in every conversation. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what makes me so mad. Like, I'm fine with people, like, asking what's your sign. Yeah. And then us discussing it. But, like, I don't know. Just bringing up every single chance you get. Maybe that's a Virgo thing. <laughs> Probably. Psst. Virgos, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> it is not about you. It's never about you, honestly. No. Stop it. <laughs> All the Virgos in the world need to stop it. <laughs> Cut that shit out. Because, like, 
then you have people like us on a podcast talking about how much we cannot stand you. Yeah. And that's how you get nicknames like Ratface. <laughs> I wish you could see how much my jaw dropped right there. <laughs> There's more to that story, but I won't share it this yeah, time. Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> okay, um, so... I know there's a lot of astrology haters out there. Yes. Um, like a lot. Um, and I just feel like astrology haters are haters because um, because they can't accept their own flaws. Exactly. And because they don't know anything about it except mm-hmm. for your sun sign. Yeah, I think... Oh, sorry. You go on. Um... <laughs> And the thing is, astrology isn't just about your sun sign. Like, that's not who you are completely. It's about, like, it involves all of the planets Mm -hmm. and their placements. It's, like, very layered. Like, there's a lot of different things that make you who you are or, um, like, what your life is going to be like. Yeah. Um, I think people think it's more broad than it actually is. Yeah. And once you actually look at, like, look up your natal chart Mm -hmm. like it gets really complicated yeah like it's the planets um the degrees of the planets like their placements and also their relationship to each other yeah um like your son's relationship to your venus and your mars and your uranus and it's everything it's like so much and also what house they're in it's like there's so much to it it's not just about your sun sign and i think a lot of haters like don't know that um well because i think i didn't even really understand it right until one of my friends did a freaking powerpoint about my sun moon and rising yeah like i never understood all the little things about it Mm -mm. and the point of astrology isn't to like generalize like people's characteristics or personalities or like say you're a Taurus and that's it yeah like no no it's always like you may be like this it's like yeah like the freaking 23 in me and it tells you (laughs) your health predispositions Mm -hmm. and it's like you are highly likely to flush from drinking alcohol it's like it's not saying that you do but that it's likely based off of your DNA. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how it is. And it's, like, that um, tendency or that possibility of having that flush um, depends on, like, other factors, like, Mm -hmm. inside your body. Yeah. Also, your environment, like, interactions. Because, like, you know, people with, like, genes that um, can be cancerous, Mm -hmm. they're not automatically activated when you're born yeah like it's it's like interactions with the environment um and like events that happen to you maybe it's trauma that can trigger like a gene like that it's Mm -hmm. like you know yeah yeah it's i yeah people always think of it like oh well none of these things relate to me it's just a bunch of things listed that anybody can relate to and it's like no i don't think you've actually looked into it no, like maybe one sign by itself, mm-hmm. but like you're not putting it in the context of what planet it's in. Yeah. You know, because those planets have different purposes and characteristics that interact with that sign. And then you have to take into account <laughs> the relationship that planet has with the other planets. And like, it's just very complicated. And, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Context. Yes. Context. Literally, every, nobody understands context. So, yeah. So, when I was looking into, like, our natal charts, I just – or even when you – when we first met and you had me get, like, the life passages Yes. App, uh-huh. Like, going time through passages. that. Time passages. Yeah. I – like, it was so detailed. Yeah. And accurate. I was like, oh, my God. You could read it for hours. Yeah. There's so much content in there. Yeah. And I think it's people, yeah, like being open to like learning about your flaws. Yeah. And like things that you struggle with mm-hmm. and being like, I don't know, responsive or trying to be more like proactive rather than like reactive about your life. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why I like like tarot cards. Like I've been getting into that now mm-hmm. more because I'm like, I need, sometimes I just get in my head and I think that like. I'm not thinking through things correctly, but then you do, like, a tarot card reading, and then you're like, oh, wait, like, maybe this is, like, what I should be doing. Yeah, yeah, it's specifically tarot cards is, like, getting in touch with, like, your intuition. Yeah, and I feel like astrology is like that, too. Yes. Like, just being mindful. Yeah, these things, like, astrology can be used not as, like, a religion or, um like way to predict the future but also just you can use it as a way to be introspective yeah yeah it's like therapy yeah so good (laughs) well anything else you want to share about the basics no let's let's get started with that game oh my god okay okay so when i was doing some research i pulled logan and i's um natal charts I printed it all out on paper, and then I came up with, like, kind of, like, a game that we could play. So, it's just kind of, like, a true or false. So, what we're going to do is, based off of, like, our sun, moon, and rising, mm-hmm. we're going to read statements to each other, and then we'll say whether we think it's true or false, and mm-hmm. if one of us disagrees, then we're going to need to, like, talk through that. Yeah. <laughs> because I feel like most of these are true, like, when I, as I was typing them. Yeah. But we'll just see. So, so Liberty's son is in Taurus. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the first thing is a uh, characteristic of a Taurus, a Taurus son is when you work, you work hard with steadiness. True. All right. Security slash comfort is important to you. Uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> you stick with things and ideas. You are stubborn. True. Yeah. <laughs> You are dependable. Yeah. True. That's true. <laughs> Your fixed and comfort loving nature sometimes makes you appear lazy. <laughs> true. <laughs> um, you are possessive. You like to own things, sometimes people. True. And you are materialistic. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's very much a Taurus thing. <laughs> it's just so accurate for me, too. I don't think I ever realized that until yeah. I like learned more about my signs. Um, the next one is, you are rarely jealous and petty. Uh, false. Yeah. I'm very jealous. But that's because I'm possessive. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand that. Like. Yeah, I don't know. I get very jealous with, like, people. And I'm also, yeah. I can be very petty. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that goes into, um, another part of your chart. My Scorpio? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Okay. Next, you're charming. 
<laughs> I would say true. Yeah. I think I'm likable. Yeah. It's like how um, you told me that. Oh, your cat. Yeah. Pork chops <laughs> under um, you. That your like friends, families and your ex's families have always loved you. Most of them. Most of them. Well, your friends' families, anyway. Oh, yeah. My friends' families, definitely. Yeah. Like, your guy friends, will, their parents will be like, why don't you date somebody like Libby? I know. Yeah, they do so, do that. <laughs> I would say you're charming. Oh, thanks. Um, you're a tolerant. Um, most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. Not with certain things. Right. It's just based off of my experiences. Like, if yeah. I have an experience that has completely set my my like mind on things then i'm not tolerant when people disrespect those yeah like morals or whatever um you like pleasure and the good things in life yeah yeah (laughs) definitely (laughs) um and you appreciate the arts i love the arts yeah so only one yeah i think there was two wait okay the petty and jealous one what was the other one tolerant yeah that one's so liberty's son is also in the 12th house oh yeah um so what that means is you tend to be introspective and need some space and seclusion to pull up your strength yeah i definitely do Mm -hmm. yeah we talked about it in last episode where sometimes we just need to like separate ourselves when we're like you know anytime to process things yeah 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 um you see (laughs) i can't read you you see so many possibilities that it can be overwhelming to choose oh my god yeah tell me about that oh my god i well i couldn't pick my major for college i liked so many things i thought i was i thought i was gonna go into music business like what (laughs) yeah i did i went to bell like to tour belmont i applied to belmont i got in wow and then i just didn't go like yeah i ended up getting into writing because i was like there's so many different things that i can do with writing a lot of different avenues yeah and then i again with my natal chart i was reading like you're always in search for a perfect job Mm -hmm. and i literally think that I'm always like that. Yeah. Like, I get bored easily. I have so many different freaking, like, hobbies I pick up, and then I never Mm -hmm. finish them because I get bored. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? That just means that you have, like, what? What am I trying to say? Um, You have a lot of experience with a lot of different things. Yeah. Like, it's like saying you know a little about a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And my natal chart kept saying that. Yeah. Like, I never spend too much time, like, becoming an expert on something. Mm-hmm. I like to move all around. Yeah. I don't think that's a flaw or a weakness. Yeah. But it gets really annoying sometimes because everybody <laughs> expects you to be one thing. Yeah. But... I mean, it's changing now, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, even mm-hmm. staying at a job for a year is, like, hard for me. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I, don't know how long I can do this. <laughs> and that's your truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you are creative, perceptive, and compassionate. I, I agree with those things. Yeah. yeah. I would, too. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Logan, your son is in Aquarius. <gasps> oh, my God. Obviously. <laughs> okay. So, true or false? Bleh. True or false? True or false? 
<laughs> I can't talk. Okay. Um, you aim to free yourself of personal and social conditioning. Yeah. Definitely true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are stubborn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you are curious and observant. Oh, yes. Very yeah. observant. Mm-hmm. You definitely are. Um, you are very clever, witty, and intellectual. I would say so. <laughs> Definitely. Um, you value progress and frankness. Yeah. Yeah. I, sometimes I, like, filter myself to, like, save people's feelings. But um, sometimes things just, like, come out bluntly from me. I know. And then um, people are shocked. Well, it's it's like, it just reminded me when we were talking about the Trixie and Katya, and we were at dinner, and I was like, oh, I didn't think you'd want to get tickets, because you can't afford it, and then the boys were like, Libby, that's so mean, and I was like, I just thought it was funny. Yeah, no, and I was like, oh no, it's true. Yeah. That's not mean at all. I was like, she's still in school, like, I didn't know. Anyways, Yeah. But that's I we bonded we bond over that stuff. Yeah, being frank, you need space and value personal freedom. Oh yes, one thousand percent, definitely. Mm-hmm. You're very introverted. Yes, um, you are independent, autonomous, and have progressive ideas. Yeah, I didn't even realize like in your natal chart that it was like you want to break tradition, and if yeah. you grow up in a conservative household, then you become way more like progressive yeah and that's true for me definitely catholic um my parents are very they're they're a little less um conservative now Mm -hmm. but still you know on the republican spectrum (laughs) yeah tell me about it my dad's an immigrant and a trump supporter it's just very confusing yeah Um, you have an unusual, rebellious, and revolutionary spirit. Whoa! (laughs) That is a lot, but okay. I don't don't know. I don't think of myself in, like, extremes. (laughs) No, I don't think you are either. But I think you are, like, unusual. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) You can be overly detached and impersonal. I think in some instances, yeah. I think it's also, like, from your education standpoint, is that you're always thinking, you just think things through more. Yeah. And so, I think some people might think that that's impersonal, but I feel like... Yeah. I think I get... I think I know usually what you're thinking, (laughs) so then it doesn't seem Mm -hmm. impersonal. Yeah, no, I form my thoughts and opinions, like, in a very, like, logical, analytical way, that I guess could probably come off as impersonal to some people because it's a little, I, it's a little less, like, emotional Mm -hmm. than how other people would probably process things. Yeah. So, but that's fine. I feel like I'm very, I can be very objective in that way. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, your son is in the sixth house. Okay. What is that? Do you know what that means? Um, you know what? I don't know it off the top of my head. Each house, there's 12 houses, like a clock. Um, and each house kind of has, like, different characteristics, like, different areas of your life that Mm -hmm. these, um, like, signs and planets would kind of, I don't know, take on. Yeah. Is that, if that makes sense? I'm looking it up now. The sixth house, um... 
relates to work, health, service, and self-improvement. Okay. Yeah. Work, health, and self-improvement. Yep. And it's like affirmation is I serve. Oh. And it relates to daily life. Well, that makes sense for you. Totally. (laughs) Okay. So the first true or false statement to feel good about yourself, you need to be busy with daily activities and produce work you can be proud of. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I'm generally very lazy, but <laughs> yeah, when I'm lazy, I don't feel great about myself. And then yeah. if I get, get up and do, like, do things, See, I feel pretty I good. That's how I feel too. Yeah. I can't sit still. Um, you are sensitive to criticism about your work and you work best when you create your own schedule. Yes. <laughs> um... I can be very sensitive about criticism to my work. Like, and not in a way that I get mad. Yeah. But more in a way that it's, like, um, I take it on as, like, I'm not good at this, like, mm-hmm. imposter syndrome type of stuff. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I get more, like, insecure Yeah. about <laughs> criticism about my work specifically. Work is different, I think. Yeah. It's- hardcore yeah and I definitely need to be on my own schedule Mm -hmm. that's why I don't like group projects or like anything like that I would just rather do it all myself (laughs) I would too I agree with that statement um okay and then last one you are helpful detail-oriented and competent but not hugely ambitious to a T. Yes. <laughs> That's so accurate. Um, it's like how I said in our intro episode that I'm not an initiator. Yeah. It's like I'm not too ambitious. <laughs> but I have like other characteristics that kind of would point to some ab- ambitiousness. Yeah. But I just don't have it's it. It's <laughs> not just like super out there. No. It's not a big part of like your drive. No. Since I didn't have the houses pulled up when i was doing your son oh yeah, yeah um your son was in the 12th house yeah and its affirmation is i dream it's about spiritual life um and oh. it's characterized by solitude um institutions transcendence and self-sabotage oh shit yeah <laughs> that's a little scary okay a dream okay so The next true or false (laughs) segment has to do with our moons. Okay. Um, So Liberty's moon is in Scorpio. True or false? You seek out emotional intensity. True. Really? Mm, Okay. This is the hard thing about my natal chart. I don't think outside of myself people see that. Mm -mm. But, like, I see that. Like, I'm always wanting, like... I don't know. It sounds bad, but, like, when I was reading that, like, you, you always want drama. Like, oh. Michael and I's relationship started from cheating. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, like, cheated on my ex. Yeah. To be with him. Like, I just, I'm always doing things that cause, like, chaos. Mm. Not chaos, but, like, I always want to change it up. Yeah. So you that's why I get bored of things. Stir the pot of life a little bit. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay. True or false? You can see beyond facades and cut right to a person's core. (laughs) Yeah. As we discussed last episode. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's part of why I like her. (laughs) Because we have that same trait. Yes. Um, Okay. 
You have a need for a transformation and rebirth. Yeah. 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 Why you keep changing. I want to change jobs. Yeah. I, like, had to move to Omaha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Your life appears to consist of dramatic ups and downs. Yeah. I, I'm just, I feel like I've just always been moody. Mm. Okay. Um... You have an unconscious need to test your strength and stir up emotional excitement. True. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, doing things halfway or having meaningless relationships doesn't fulfill you. True. Uh, yeah. You're a relationship person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you have a strong fear of betrayal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely do. You are the most loyal and protective. Oh, yeah. yeah. I pride myself in that. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah. You have a radar that allows you to size up a situation and a person quickly and expertly. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like got into seeing beyond facades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Very cool. Um, so Liberty's Moon is in the sixth house like my son <gasps> is oh okay so you are not always a natural leader but can succeed in being the right hand of an important person mm, i would say false mm-hmm. i mean okay i think i usually like to take a leadership position yeah but sometimes i don't like being the person that everybody points to you know what i mean yeah and sometimes i would rather be the right hand than be like the face of something yeah you want to be like the hands behind the like i want to be like face. hillary clinton when she was like the first lady you know what i'm saying Mm-hmm. yeah makes sense um you like the country respect nature and adore animals oh yeah no like i will re- like I like to go camping and, like, be out. Oh, and, like, the country. The country. Oh, I thought you... Like, the nation. Like, the U.S. And I was like, what? I did just say I, <laughs> was, so I wanted to be, like, Hillary Clinton. True. Um, no, I agree with that. I like to... I love animals. Mm-hmm. And I like nature. 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 Um, you have an emotional need to be useful, to work productively, and to be organized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, part of your ego? What do you mean? Like, an emotional need. I guess, does doing those things, like, being useful, working productively, and being organized, does that, like, make you feel more worthy? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like I said, like, this podcast has helped me do, like, have something to do outside of my nine to five. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I, I feel, like, useless if I'm just, like, sitting... Which I love, like, laying and watching TV. and Yeah. So, but sometimes it's, like, I feel like I could be doing so much more. Like, yeah. I just always have, like, in my head, like, I'm, like, there's so much potential. Mm-hmm. And I'm not using it. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely feel worthless if I'm not doing something. Yeah, you want to have some kind of purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you are forever in search of the perfect job. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yep. Uh, you are very sensitive to minor health annoyances or body <laughs> aches and pains. <laughs> I saw that. It was like, 
um, could be a hypochondriac. I am. I like if I feel sick, I'm sick. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm very sensitive to my body or like when my bladder flares up, I tell everybody about it. Okay, yeah, because I'm just an attention whore, you know. Okay, next. (laughs) Oh, your moon is in Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Mm. Double Aquarius. Okay. Um, True or false, you are a lifetime student of human nature, loving to analyze why people do what they do. Yes, Yes. on the dot. I do that every day without even thinking about it. (laughs) It's just part of my nature. Yeah, exactly. Um, You grew up feeling, quote unquote, different. Yes. (laughs) Although rather sociable, you are a loner at heart. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I can definitely, like, have a full-on conversation with somebody if I really wanted to and be like bubbly but I would prefer to stay home (laughs) yeah um you have a strong ego or at least powerful defense mechanisms you will do your best to be the most unique you can be um I would say I do have a strong ego but I I keep it in check I don't Mm -hmm. I don't always you know let it out too much around people because like Nobody likes that person. Yeah. And I know that everything my ego tells me isn't completely true. I'm very self-aware. Yeah. But I do have a big ego. <laughs> it's okay. I do too. Um, okay. You can be emotionally blocked, distant, and detached. Yes. cover that one, but yeah. Yeah. Um, you pride yourself on being cool-headed and in charge of your emotions. Yes, very much so. I... I pretty much always intellectualize my feelings, um, which um, people on TikTok are like, that's not what you're supposed to do. It's bad. You got to feel your feelings. And it's like, I don't know how to do that. That's not how my brain works. Yeah. But yeah, I do pride myself on being cool, calm, and collected on the outside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like even when you are like, you just kind of like, you're letting it happen, but you're still like holding your composure yeah do you know what I mean yep like when I've seen you get upset like I feel like you are good at like explaining it yeah and sharing it without like losing it right (laughs) yeah because in my head when I'm starting to get upset I just start thinking like like okay what about the thing that I'm upset is actually true mm-hmm. and what isn't and like I just think about it very logically yeah and that's why I can keep my composure and if I can't I just leave and start rage cleaning until I can <laughs> be composed <laughs> amazing okay um you fight for others rights and crusade for equality yeah I agree with that you have sharp mood swings you know, I used to before I got medicated. <laughs> I know. Yeah, same. Actually, I still have mood swings. I don't know. I'm hormonal, I guess. Um, you have a complex love life. Um, Has that ever been true? Complex. I don't really know what it means by that. Like, I would say, like, being in, like, situationships or, like, having, like, very, like, up and down in a relationship hmm I mean I've definitely had a number of situationships I don't know I've never thought about my dating life as complex okay well that's fine then yeah false 
false. But I think that goes into my Venus. That's why I don't feel like it's complex. It's okay. because my Venus is in a more stable sign. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, your moon is in the fifth house. Yeah, so let's see. The fifth house has to do with romance, children, fun, creativity. Yeah, it's about... It's also I serve. Oh, it is? <laughs> it's the same as sixth house. Um, And... It's about uh, personal creativity. Okay. Okay. Um, you like pleasures and distractions of all sorts. Yeah. Okay. You love <laughs> children and may have a lot. No, that's actually not true at all. See, that's why when I was doing this, I was like, "There's that is so interesting. Yeah, no. That is not you. No, I don't vibe with children. They just, like, can't have the types of conversations I want to have, like, existential topics. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I will talk about existential topics with children, like, yeah. in their own language. But, um, yeah. Yeah, when I took my nephews to the zoo one time, I was, t- like, telling them about deforestation. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's my vibe. Yeah. I was trying to teach my four-year-old nieces about mental health. She's <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Okay. Um, uh, you love to share emotional experiences with loved ones and have a flair for the dramatic. I don't think so. Can you elaborate? I guess I'm just like trying to understand exactly what that would look like in my life. Um, emotional experience. I don't really know. Or like, I don't know. I guess if we're talking about, like, like getting past, like, the surface level with people, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Like, yeah. We, we can talk about emotional topics, We talk, I would prefer that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we talk about trauma, we talk about, like, our childhood, our relationships with our parents, like, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, you have innate artistic talent. <laughs> None? I don't know. I guess the only artistic talent I have would be, like, writing. Okay. That's a good talent. Yeah, just not, like, visually. I, I've tried Drawing. to watercolor, and it's it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know That's how to hilarious. do it. <laughs> um, you have a vivid imagination. Yes. You attract or are attracted to people who need help. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, burps. <laughs> um, Amazing. like, uh, let's see, like when I would work, like, you know, in a hospital or something, like people would just like start to tell me their like life stories and like traumas and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when I didn't ask, yeah, <laughs> or the conversation wasn't even about that. So, like, in that way, um, I attract I people like, like that. Your aura. Yeah, I don't know. Genuinely. I would like to uh, think to that my aura comes off as like a person that is would be non-judgmental. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> people either feel like they can trust me right off the bat, or they feel intimidated because they know I'm reading them. I think when we met over FaceTime, that was one thing, too. Like, I was trying to read you, and Mm -hmm. I think you were trying to read me. Yes. And that can be kind of intimidating. Yeah. Especially from, because both of us are aware that we 
are reading somebody. Mm-hmm. So when you feel somebody else doing it back, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. Like, am I giving off the right vibe? Am I coming off the way I want to? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's move on to our rising here. Okay. Here's that one. So, Liberty's Rising is in Gemini. Ooh. I don't even... What are the basics of that? What do you think my Gemini Rising is? Or I can pull my natal um, chart. I would say a Gemini Rising is very, like, friendly and inviting when you first meet people. Mm-hmm. Trying to make people feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, try, always trying to make conversation in social settings. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... I don't know. I feel like it's situational, though. Oh, And yeah. that's what's a hard thing about... My Gemini rising is, like, mm-hmm. some of it is kind of off. We, yeah. But it just depends on where I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for her Gemini rising, um, you see the world as a place to learn. Yeah. hmm You are curious about the people around you. Yeah. hmm You love to ask questions, move around freely, and mingle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say that. You are restless and often quick to physical expression, and you <laughs> exude an air of impatience, even oh if you don't mean it. <laughs> yeah, that's so accurate. I feel so bad, though, when I think about it. I was just watching The Housewives, The Ultimate Girls Trip. They just came out with a new oh. episode for the third, or the new season. Uh-huh. There's three episodes out, and one of the girls was like, can we talk about something else? <laughs> girl was talking about her like dead husband and she was like i've already heard this can we talk about something else you know what i'll do that too in conversations though like if we're talking about something i'm just like not interested in i'll i won't say like let's talk about something else i'll just like change change the topic like abruptly yeah because it's like (laughs) like somebody's talking about like oh yeah like my relationship with my mom isn't very good. And I'm like, yeah, so what Pokemon would you be? <laughs> and, yeah, that and I think my facial expressions. Like, yeah. When I read that, I was like, oh, my God, I am so bad about that. Mm-hmm. I can't hide my facial expressions. And sometimes that's an issue, which is why I'm glad I don't work in an office sometimes. Yeah. Because those I'm very, very open about my feelings, <laughs> I guess. Um, next, you are clever with your words. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> um, you have a certain lack of warmth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you agree with that? Um, no. You don't? No, but maybe that's because I, we like vibed right away. Okay. Here, yeah, that's a thing too. It depends on the people. Yeah. Like with my, it de- it depends. Like some people, if they're sharing something that like I, I'm not empathetic to, then I can come off cold. But yeah. like, I don't know. Like if I've shared that experience or like I truly understand where they're coming from, I can be warm. But yeah. It just depends. Like, if it's just something stupid that somebody's coming to me about, and I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You are bubbly, talkative, and a little quirky. Uh, yeah, I'm quirky. I would say that's true in, you know, 
I guess when you're in new social settings, I would say that's true. What? That I'm bubbly? Bubbly, talkative, and a little quirky. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you gotta think about, like, first impressions. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you when you first meet people? I try and, like, I, I have a need for people to like me. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah. yeah. I'm usually... I usually try and, like, engage in the conversation. Like, I'll make a joke. Yeah. And I try and, like, I don't know, kind of mess with, like, people. <laughs> Not mess, mess with, with people? No, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> when I meet new people and they're, like, talking about something, like, I'll be like, oh, like, do you, th- do, you do this? You know what I mean? Oh, I try no. to come up with an example. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I just kind of, like, I'm sarcastic with new people. Or I try and, are you good? No. Okay. You, like, test the waters? Yeah. Okay. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because if people don't like my sense of humor Mm. or, like, I can't chat, I don't have good banter. Yeah. Then I can't. I can't be around them. Yeah. The last one is you constantly explain things, whether (laughs) it's your own behavior or not. Yeah. Like, I like to explain context of things if somebody yeah. disagrees with me mm-hmm. and sometimes if I say something and I think people take it the wrong way then I'll explain it to try and get them to understand where I'm coming from right yeah yeah me too sometimes I over explain mm-hmm. things when at, at least when I'm like in like confrontation yeah you yeah. are good at that though what I like that you over explain things oh yeah I yeah I just want in my head, you won't understand what I'm saying unless I can walk you through my thinking process. And I know that's not always true. And Cam always tells me, like, Logan, you do not need to tell me step by step what you were thinking to get to this conclusion. And I'm like, but in my head, I do. So please just sit and listen. <laughs> no, I think Michael's the same way. Yeah. He likes to explain. mm Okay. okay, let me read yours. <laughs> okay, you are a Virgo rising. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> um, okay, you are often a little understated in your personal mannerisms and appearance. Yeah, I think so, like, in general, unless I'm with people I'm comfortable around, which is okay, very yeah. few. Yeah, I can see that. So... Um, you are actually somewhat shy because you need time to analyze things around you before you warm up to both situations and people. Yes, true. Mm-hmm. You are sensitive to any discomfort or other signals your body gives you. Yeah. Yeah. You are rather particular about food. Mm. I don't think you're too particular. Mm. No, I'm not too particular. I guess the only particular I... Or the most particular I have been with food is like being vegan, vegan for yeah. seven years. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty particular. Okay, so maybe but it's true. <laughs> I don't think you're like a picky eater. Like you're no. pretty open to eating. Yeah, new I'm not a picky eater, but I do have strong opinions about just a select few food items. Oh yeah. Okay, last one. You worry a lot. Um. I used to. Not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it is my medication. Yeah. <laughs> we love meds. You know, treats my depression, but also treats anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so I really just 
don't experience a ton of anxiety anymore. Um, so part of that's due to the medication. Part of it is also just due to um, like a change in mindset I've had okay. over the past few years. Yeah. Like I used to be so anxious all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about this. It's like, um, you know, you get so anxious or like whatever it is that you reach your breaking point Mm -hmm. and for me at least I reached my breaking point and it was either okay my options in my head I had two options either kill myself or fucking give up this need for control Mm -hmm. and just like be just be because nothing is that serious no so yeah i chose the latter yeah (laughs) um obviously and so yeah that's also part of why i'm i don't worry quite as much but i did used to have like social anxiety and stuff like that so i was a chronic worrier for a long long time yeah i feel like i'm a little bit more socially anxious now Mm -hmm. honestly probably partly because of covid like i stopped being around big crowds and such yeah but yeah I'm the same way I think I used to worry about literally everything like yeah that's why I love lists that's why I like pro con Mm -hmm. lists and then my therapist was literally like I think your deep-rooted issue is control yeah (laughs) I was like yeah (laughs) and once you realize and accept that nothing matters yeah like life is just a haha it is (laughs) Um, it is the society we built like was made up Mm -hmm. like nothing matters yeah then you feel so much more free and just better about like living your life however you want to instead of how you're told that you should live it Mm -hmm. yeah even like i did I forget where I wrote this down somewhere, but I used to be super um, like environmentally conscious and I like got my minor in environmental policy. But from learning that, like I used to be like, oh, my gosh, guys, like you shouldn't drink almond milk. It's bad for the environment. Mm -hmm. Turns out it's not that bad for the environment. And now I'm like regretting that I told so many people it was bad for the environment. But after (laughs) taking those classes, I realized that like I don't have control over these giant companies and industries no. that are polluting the earth. No. I don't have control over, like, people's racism or, like, yeah, certain things that got me really upset. Like, I used to be so into the news, and I yeah. would just read terrible things all the time. Now, I, like, never... I never read the news now. I do not read the news, and the most important things come up on my feed. Yeah. And, yeah, I stopped reading the news sometime in 2020 because mm-hmm. it was it just got to a point where I was so, like, f- fully and completely burnt out. Yeah. I, like, it, like... I couldn't do it anymore. I literally had to tell my therapist. I was like, I do not understand, like, why this is affecting me so much. Mm-hmm. Like with COVID and people like not believing in the vaccine and like things like that. Yeah. She was like, you have no control over those people. Like, no, even posting or like the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. Like, I don't have control over other people's thoughts and opinions. So I need to stop putting so much energy and anxiety into that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is makes sense. Always. Not everybody agrees with that, but it's like 
sometimes you spend so much time trying to change people's thoughts and opinions. It doesn't work. It doesn't. And it's like, you'll, your mind and body can only take so much negativity. Yeah. And before you just like disappear into black abyss. Yeah. You know, it's and that's like, where I felt myself going. It's dark out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. That took a turn. <laughs> okay. So last thing on here. I know we're kind of running this. Um, compatibility. So I went, I did our compatibility and compared like our stuff. And so I took some statements and then we'll see if we agree with these things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, first, we are able to solve problems when we put our heads together. We haven't really yeah. had any problems, well, but I think we would. I think the, <laughs> the, um, interface yeah figuring out our sound and audio stuff yeah um we have similar or harmonious curiosities yeah yes um we got on well when we first met sharing the same ideas and tastes yes yes we have a mental rapport that sometimes borders on the telepathic i think yeah i think we're like getting there yeah i mean we haven't been friends for like ever but i Mm -hmm. think we're on the same wavelength so it'll get there Mm mm-hmm um, we have a level of forgiveness and tolerance for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Our relationship encourages imagination in the both of us. Oh. I, I think know. so. Yeah. I think so. Like, I got more into astrology because of oh, you. okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we have complete respect for each other's romantic style. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because you're more, like, physical. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we respect each other's goals and drives. Yeah. Yeah. We are energetic, full of life, and can undertake things together on a professional level or travel <laughs> together. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. We should try traveling together. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, we like to speak with each other and have a good intellectual understanding. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Okay. I think if you, like are interested in using astrology in your day-to-day life it can be like beneficial in that um you know it encourages that like introspective view and so what you learn about yourself or confirm Mm -hmm. through your natal chart you can like use maybe those strengths that are present like um incorporate your strengths that are present like into your like things that you do day to day um that would probably like enhance your like life enjoyment um maybe also like improve your performance in whatever aspect um you're trying to but also it kind of like points out your weaknesses to you Mm -hmm. or for you and you can i don't know do things to kind of strengthen those things oh my god that just reminded me there is there's something in my natal chart that, like, that just reminded me of, like, advice that it gave me. Now I gotta find it. Um, advice? Yeah, it has advice throughout it. Oh, So, okay. like, a lot of mine with, like, my Jupiter and Saturn was, like, about me needing to work by myself in peace and alone. Okay. And that's so true. Like, that's why I wanted to work from home. It's like, I don't like being in an office setting. I don't like working in groups. Like, I need to be in my own space and, like, focus my mind alone. Yeah. I don't do well 
working with a bunch of other people. Yeah, so it can help you identify areas where you might need some boundaries. Um, yeah. That would like better your work or your mental health or your relationships also. So, yeah, I mean, I think when you're looking at, like, compatibility or, like, your partner's needs or something in their charts, it can definitely prompt, like, conversations. I think people might get into mucky territory when they take something written on here as, like, face value. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which you're not supposed to. Right, no. You're supposed to interpret it through your own lens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I will say, if... Our listeners, if you want to pull your natal chart, um, I got ours from Cafe Astrology. Yeah, so that's exactly what we've been reading this whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, you put in um, your name, your date of birth, so the exact year and date, and then your time, mm-hmm. and then your location. If you don't know the time, you can just um do like a generalized chart but it's not as specific yeah in a generalized chart your rising probably won't be accurate yeah um and then i'm not sure about the other planets how much they would be affected by that but definitely your rising yeah so yeah anyhow and yeah i mean like i don't know like and for some people they might not even be able to get a chart at all like my friend um rosie who was adopted from China like they oh. don't they don't know her birthday um is an estimate because she was found as yeah. an infant abandoned so Aww. like they don't know exactly when she was born yeah. time or location so she, she really <laughs> um hi Rosie if you're listening <laughs> but yeah um so that's another difficulty um, that I've run into. Yeah, we're lucky people. that we can yeah get pretty accurate ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. There's um, generational planets. Oh. And those would include, like, uh, Uranus, um, Jupiter, Saturn, uh, what else? Neptune. Those, like, outer planets, Pluto, and those are generally consistent throughout, um, like, different generations. Oh, okay. But yours is different than mine, right? Yeah. What's your Saturn in? Taurus. Yeah, mine's in Aries. So, like, technically we're both Gen Z, but we're kind of on different ends of Gen Mm -hmm. Z. So, um, our generational planets differ, but, like, people, like, Liz is my age, and so her planets okay like, on the outer edge um are the same as mine interesting yeah. that makes so much sense yeah and that's why like all you know millennials <gasps> are considered yes. like lazy or like you know oh my god that makes so much sense and like older generations are like hardworking and like work focused like yeah that makes so much sense. Right? That's that's so why we have stereotypes like, about yeah. it. Because, honestly, a lot of them are true. It's astrological. And yeah. people don't even realize it. Yeah. Honestly, astrology Amazing. is an ancient science. Yeah. Um, and it actually used to be considered a science until, like, some white men decided, like, <laughs> nah. Of course it was white men. Yeah. It's always white men. Yeah. So the history of astrology is, like, super interesting. And I definitely don't 
know enough about it to speak on it, but it's definitely rooted in some, like, concrete facts. Yeah. Because this, it's, our charts and the planets and stuff are based on where these, um, the planets are located in the sky when we're born. Mm -hmm. And that's a scientific thing. Yeah, literally. And, you know, like, we're always tracking like the position of stars and planets and they did that like back in the old old days with pluto you know like it's been around for a long time and it's not a pseudoscience i know it's amazing yeah we'll just kind of like list off the most i guess like the planets that people are most interested in um which is Sun through Mars, and my Sun's in Aquarius, my Moon's in Aquarius, my mm. Mercury is in Capricorn, my Venus is in Capricorn, and my Mars is in Pisces. And if you go like deeper into my chart, I have two stelliums, and one is in Aquarius and one is in Capricorn, and that means you have three or more planets, or yeah, three or more planets in the same sign or house. Oh, I have two, three or more planets in the same house or it's the same sign. Wait, do I have any of those? Let me see. Yeah, you have a Taurus stellium. Taurus stellium. And what that means is that um, considering that you have um, so many planets in the same sign or the same house, like you have... Um, you exhibit a lot of strong characteristics of those signs. Like, I'm very fixed, which I found. Yes. So, you have a lot of Taurus energy. Mm-hmm. Not just because your sun is in Taurus, but, like, a lot a of lot. your chart is in Taurus, yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. Because, okay. So, my sun is in Taurus. My moon is in Scorpio. My Mercury is in Gemini. My Venus is in Taurus. And then my Mars is in Gemini. So, okay. That's not much variety, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we printed those out. I love those. Oh, that's fun. Um, all of you should look into your birth charts, natal charts, because it's super fun. And as you can see from, or as you can hear from Here. our talking, um, there's a lot. This is like, how many pages is this? 16. 16 pages for um, each of our charts. And yeah. Yeah, it talks about the the sign in each planet, what house each planet mm-hmm. is in, its relation that planet's relationship to like significant relationships to other planets. Um, it's like super super in depth and fun to read. So, um, I love it. Took a highlighter it to it. Cafe astrology, or also you could download that app. Yeah, or you can download Time Passages. It's an app you can get, um, put in your info, and then it has, like, endless amounts of things you can read about uh, your yeah. charts. So, Amazing. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to kind of talk about, like, our friends and family <laughs> and their signs and, like, navigating mm-hmm. our relationships with those different signs. Yeah, so basically hot takes on other signs <laughs> yeah which i don't know like we talked about earlier yeah some of them um but i have realized like you're an aquarius mm-hmm. mikhail's an aquarius yeah and it makes so much sense 
Yeah. Michael and I are both Aquariuses, and I enjoy Michael. I know. He's a good time. He is a good time. Um, And I've also, like, my mom's a Taurus and my dad's a Capricorn. Ooh. <laughs> um, the dynamics are intense, and I feel like my – it makes so much sense that, like, I'm such a Taurus. Yeah. And, like, the way that I butt heads with them, literally like a freaking bull. Mm-hmm. And I butt heads with both of them. But, like, my dad, I think reading more about his sign. I have, like, this book, and it's called Dirtbag Astrology. Ooh. It's, so it's actually <laughs> over there. We'll have to look at it after this. But, okay. like, I didn't realize, like, his traits were so on point until I was reading that. And, like, yeah. he is so hardcore. <laughs> like, he's very reserved, but he's very, like, law and order, which is hilarious because he's a cop. But, like... He's very set in his ways, but, like, deep down, like, he's very loving, and it's Mm -hmm. because all these things he does is because he cares. Yeah. And you don't understand that. That's his love language. Yeah. Like, acts of service. Yes, Mm -hmm. literally. And so, I think also, like, becoming an adult, you kind of realize, like, those traits that your parents have that you didn't realize it's because they're people, and they're not just your parents. Yeah. Like, things that you thought were annoying and, like, they shouldn't do, Mm -hmm. like, when you grow up a little bit and look back you realize like oh that's how they were showing that they cared yeah it was just like not the way that you receive that type of yeah perceive that type of support and i feel like astrology can be really helpful to understand those things yeah like look it up when your child is born and see how they might like present or receive Mm -hmm. things when they're able to have cognition (laughs) (laughs) that is a good point yeah i even think about that instead of projecting your your personality and your needs onto them you can like understand what their needs are Mm -hmm. um just because they're little humans doesn't mean that that they're not affected negatively by like choices your choices raise them Yeah, yeah it's like of course they're affected by it, and it might just be because they're not built the same as you. And I don't think people realize that until their kids, like, actually grow up and are like, oh, this is actually the person they are now. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. very confusing. And then I will say I, too, I have a lot of Gemini friends. Okay. Which, I mean, it makes sense. I had a lot of Gemini in my chart. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm thinking about it, I have Gemini, and then, like, I also get along with Tauruses really well. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. The very specific (laughs) ones. There are some that I do not like. But I think it's, like, how you say, like, how you need to relate to people. Yeah. I need people to have the same morals as me. Yeah. And, like. Yeah. That's funny that you generally like other Tauruses, because for the most part, I don't, like, at least, like. Um, female Aquariuses. Mm. I just don't vibe with them. I can't. I I like like Aquarius men, and that's a hot take. Most people hate Aquarius men, and like to date them probably would hate that. But like <laughs> friends with them, they're a great time. Yeah, I love Aquarius men as I friends. Yeah, Michael, it's a good, is a good boyfriend. Oh yeah, he is like a teddy bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, too, my my ex before Michael was an Aries. And I, as I was reading 
through the Aries traits, I was like, God, I should have been, I should have seen this red flag. Yeah. He was like, he was very like aggressive. Yeah. He would get angry really easily and he was very childish. So looking back now, I'm like, that was not, especially with me as a Taurus, not a good fit. No. I could not see myself dating an Aries, but a lot of my close friends throughout my life have been Aries women. Oh. Yeah. I vibe with Aries a lot, like friendship-wise. I don't think I have any Aries friends. I, yeah, a lot of my friends have been um, either Aries or Sag. Okay. Well, I guess I have one Sag friend, but, like, before her, it was all Aries, um, except for, like, couple Tauruses mm-hmm. <laughs> um and yeah that's so interesting I don't have any Aries or Sagittarius friends I don't know it's the it's the air in me I guess the air yeah. sign yeah that is I, so interesting. I enjoy the fires I actually I don't enjoy Leo's very much <laughs> um I don't really either yeah. I've had, like, long-time friends that are Leos, mm-hmm. and, like, it's because we've, like, grown up together, so, like, I kind of understand them more. Yeah. But meeting a Leo, not, Cal's a Leo. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. But he's my child, so it's different. Yeah. I think Leo friends can be very, like, protective and um, nurturing to their friends when they're really close, but, mm-hmm. like, I just... <laughs> I just can't deal with oh, how Leos tend to like being the center of attention. Oh my that god, yeah. annoys me so much. I can't be around a Leo yeah. for that reason. I don't like people that want to be the center of attention. No. And I'm also opposite Leo. Oh. So I'm Aquarius. So we butt heads. That makes so much sense. Yeah. That's how I feel about cancers. I think cancers are threatened by me. Which is mm. interesting because but cancer isn't your opposite sign. I don't know what is my opposite sign. Um, it's the sign that's on the opposite side of the chart. From we gotta you. Google this. I don't have my phone. I don't know what's opposite of Taurus. The sign opposite of you is Scorpio. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Because I I usually get along with Scorpios. Yeah, because I am my Scorpio moon. I think that's yeah. why. Yeah. Which is so weird that I have, like, very contradictive. Yeah. I feel like I have contradictive, like, signs in my top three, too. Like, Aquarius and Virgo, I feel like, are not similar at all. Yeah, because usually, I don't think... Oh, yeah, Ratface was a Virgo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, interesting. Okay, I will say, though, some Scorpios I don't get along with because I can't read them. Mm, yeah oh my god that's what it is yeah that's what it is yep (laughs) i like my friends that are scorpios that i'm close with i think i can get a better read on Mm -hmm. but the ones that i'm kind of like distanced from i can't tell what they're thinking and that bothers me so much because i need to know what somebody else is thinking same (laughs) (laughs) yeah that makes so much sense yeah and then i will say i really like one of my friends is a Pisces, hmm. and I I think she's the only one that I know of. Yeah. 
that I'm friends with. But I love her. Like, I think she's very, like, empathetic. Yeah. And that's, I like that. Because I, you know what I mean? I need people to understand where I'm coming from. Uh-huh. And, like, be very caring. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion on Pisces. Just because I know a couple Pisces that I like, I vibe with. I mean, we're not, like, close friends or anything. But, yeah. like, they're they're a good time to be around. Um, yeah. But then my mom is a Pisces. Oh. And she's so emotional. I Oh. Sometimes I can't deal. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's your parent. Yeah. That, I think it's. That also makes a difference. Yeah. Oh, my God. What? One of my other exes, he was a Pisces. Oh, and God. And he was the one that told me he loved me after, like, a month in the middle of sex at his parents' house. Ew. Isn't that weird? Um, he was, like, so obsessed with me. It was, like, so uncomfortable. And then when we broke up, he, like, literally was, like, crying in my car. And I was, like, um. Get out. Yeah. Um. Way too emotional. <laughs> no, I. Okay. I changed my mind. Pisces women, I'm indifferent about. Pisces men are Ugh. toxic as fuck. He was so toxic. He literally, like, love-bombed me like crazy. Yeah. So bad. Avoid them. Avoid them at all costs. One of my friends was, like, friends slash situationship, like, with a Pisces man, and mm-hmm. he was just disgusting. So manipulative and also, like did not respect her boundaries Ew. would you know coerce her like yeah. you know stuff like that and just like yeah yeah that it was, was so a, gross so so disrespectful of yeah. boundaries like i was like he's like oh after we broke up he like sent me this uh, like i was like no like it's fine like i need time like i need space because mm-hmm. it was too much for me i was like you are so overbearing yeah and i was like i need space he sends me like, three screenshots of these really long messages about how much he loves me. I was like, dude, I met you, like, a month ago. Yeah. Like, um, Pisces men are con- in constant denial. Yes. Still to this day, uh, That I the think. world doesn't vo- revolve around them. Oh, yeah. He, like... Yeah. Every time I would go and, like, see his friends, he would avoid me. And, like, I think he, like, genuinely... I think he was, was still in love with me. Probably. And two, he couldn't understand why I didn't love him back. Yeah. Right? Like, their <laughs> trait about that Pisces usually have is that they're delusional. Oh, my God. So and delusional. it's very evident in Pisces men. Yeah. That is so accurate. So delusional. It's toxic. Okay. Another one of my exes. Not toxic, but he was a Virgo. And he's the one that I'm still friends with. Okay. So... I think we had a good friendship, but he was, like, not a good boyfriend. Like, he was very hardworking and practical, but he wanted, like, completely different things from me. And I don't think he really, like, he was consistent, but in a bad way. What do you mean? Like, like, he just wasn't, he didn't change things. So, like, and then he dumped me, which made zero sense. But it was because we wanted different things. And then we got back together, and then he did the exact same things. Yeah. And it's like, dude. But he was very loyal. Like, after we broke up, after he broke up with me the first time, he wrote me, like, letters every single day. What? Yeah. About what? Just, like, I don't know, about his day and how much he cared for me. And he did it for, like, 
30, 40 days. That is really strange to me. As a Virgo? Or what? Just you broke he did up. It? Yeah, he dumped and me. He and he did that. Yeah, because he was trying to get me back. Oh, my God. And I let him back. No. But And we're still friends. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. He dumped me twice. <laughs> I've never been dumped other than from him. Yeah, I'm so, always the dumper, too. <laughs> I know. So I was like, what in the hell? And I still, like, I love him to death because I'm like, I kind of understand him in a way. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Definitely can't date another Virgo. That is opposite of me. I've only dated Virgos. <gasps> Interesting. Yeah. Not because, like, oh, they're a Virgo. All right. I'll give them a chance. Like, it just happened. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So I've had three Virgo partners. One which I'm currently with. That's Cam. <gasps> Cam is a Virgo. That makes so much sense. Yeah. So much sense. <laughs> the more I compare him to my ex-boyfriend, that makes so much. I love Cam. And that's yeah. why I'm still friends with my ex. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, I don't think I could be friends with a Virgo. Mm-hmm. But just because, like, I don't know, I feel like I'd be butting heads with them all the time. Yeah. Um, And then, but, like, for some reason it works out romantically. Interesting. I think because, like, they're able to also, like, analyze things and, like, see, like, read between they're the lines. They're very analytical. And so Cam and I, like, are compatible in that way. Yeah. Like, we understand each other. Yeah. Um, Which kind of held me back from being, like vulnerable and stuff in previous like mm. situationships and stuff okay so i just feel like romantically virgos like get me they understand me yeah yeah that makes so much sense okay but can we get into cancers oh my god yeah okay hot take i sorry for people that are listening that are cancers but i do not get good vibes from cancers. No. And here's my thing. I have a family friend that's a cancer. Okay. Love her as a sister, but she is so difficult. Like, yeah. And when I was reading, like, doing more research, like, she is very sheltered. Mm-hmm. She's very moody and temperamental. Yeah. Like, she's so, not unhinged, but, like, easily triggered. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, highs and lows, like, very dramatic. Yeah. But she's also, like, very, like, she has a hard shell. So, like, I also kind of, I can read her, mm-hmm. but I know that she's not sharing. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel the same way. I don't vibe with cancers at all. I have multiple family members that are cancers, <gasps> like siblings. Oh. So, uh, love you guys, but I would <laughs> love probably, you sister. I probably wouldn't be friends with you <laughs> if we weren't related. <laughs> Um, that's the thing too is like we're family friends so like yeah i mean our parents are friends yeah so like i love her but also there's like this other side to it where like i cannot cannot no maintain a friendship pick me or sorry um cancer girls give me a major pick me energy oh yeah i cannot i cannot stand being near a cancer woman for very long they love male attention have you noticed that yes they do they love it and always need like constant validation yes like it's so exhausting and they're so fucking annoying yeah like and i think probably where 
I differ from them a lot is that emotionally I'm very like analytical, yeah. logical, and they are not. They're not. You opposite. know what I've noticed? Like if I give them advice, they do not take it. And it's like, no. and they keep doing the same thing over and over again because they're yeah. not thinking it through. They're no. just getting like upset. Like, emotionally driven, but only when it, when like, it suits them. Yeah. And the emotions they're considering are only their own. Yes. Very yeah. like self-centered. Yeah. Like, but then they kind of view their emotionality as like, like they just care so much about everyone. And it's like, no, you're only prioritizing your own feelings. Yeah. Yeah. I've also noticed, have you, that they're very like domestic yeah <laughs> like because they want that male attention love oh children. my god daddy issues <gasps> do you think that's what it is i don't know Parent, parental issues Maybe i don't know parental issues but they just want to be like a freaking stay-at-home wife and like mom so bad yeah and okay here's the thing one of my college friends he dated a cancer And he was, like, so into her. And I was, like, I don't really like her. Like, so she came to visit. And this was, like, Valentine's Day weekend. And he was, like, oh, I got her this, like, um, $700 purse. They had been dating for a month. No. A month. And I said, "Um, excuse me, sir. That, she is, she is not worth it. No. And so then she came to visit. And girly hated me. She took one look at me and she was like, fuck that bitch. Like, yeah. she was so intimidated by me. And what's so funny is that he was friends with Michael. Mm-hmm. So that's how I met him. Yeah. So, like, she knew I had a boyfriend and yeah. she was so threatened that- by me that, like, she literally told him he couldn't hang out with me. Like, there's, I just feel like, sorry if you're a <laughs> cancer, but. There's some deep-rooted insecurities that you just cannot get over. They are so insecure. Irritating. Like, get over yourself. Yeah. They're so insecure. (laughs) I, like, she, oh. And the way that she would, like, she tried to turn, like, uh, their other friends' girlfriends against me. And, like, she was just, like, psychotic. Like, way too focused on me. I'm, like, focus on your own relationship. Yeah. Meanwhile, she was flirting with other guys right in front of him to, like, make him jealous and it's like girl it's just like stop just stop all cancers stop cut that shit out cancers and virgos need to stop (laughs) you need to sit back and like take a look take a look at the things around you yeah because it's not whatever you're doing you're not doing you're not doing right do some ayahuasca i don't know figure your shit out look inward like (laughs) Because I'm not going to sit here and, like, validate you every five seconds. No. Because that's, especially our personalities, like, we do I'm, not. I'm not going to do that for no. you. Mm-mm. I no. am not. I will not give out compliments freely. I will not, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but, like, it's, like, if they're obviously, like, fishing for them. Oh, I hate that. Not going to give it. Because that's just that. annoying. I think one of my other ex-friends was a cancer as well. Shit. That makes so much sense. Yeah. And honestly, I... So, like, on Snapchat, you can see people's, <gasps> yeah, yeah, like, birth yeah. charts. Uh-huh. And, like, it'll tell you your compatibility with them 
on Snapchat. Interesting. Yeah, and I've looked at that for people keep texting me oh my god Um, you're so popular people oh i would look at the compatibility thing for people that i just don't vibe with that i had on snapchat and for all of them it snapchat would tell me like you guys would not work out like you would not be friends i'm like you know what well yeah i would only look at that for people that i genuinely didn't vibe with and Mm -hmm. like the compatibility like part of astrology would confirm that and I was like I was right I you know because like one of those people that I did was um this person that I like wanted to be friends with so bad for some reason Mm -hmm. and it just like did not work out like me and her are not the same she's a Scorpio okay see I was about to say was she Scorpio because I think yeah you have weird off vibes with Scorpios yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and I was just curious, so I looked at um, her chart, and, like, it just kept saying, like, you guys are not going to be friends. Oh, and I was like, so I should have trusted my intuition. I just yeah. wanted to be friends with her so You bad. always have to trust your gut. Yeah. You cannot force those things. Yeah, no. Because I know people say, people change, but sometimes... Not really. There's some deep-rooted <laughs> shit. Like, I know at my core, even though I think I've grown a lot... At my core, I'm still the same. Oh, yeah. All of those things from my childhood and, like, these things in our natal charts, so accurate. Yes. So accurate. So, our cat guru of the week is Hench Cat. Hench Cat! (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This picture is so weird. Wait, let me see. It's this cat, this big white fluffy oh cat sitting in this green armchair holding a, like, a doll with an eye patch. That's hilarious. That, the doll looks scared. Oh my gosh, it's, it's like... creepy. It's Dr. Evil. Oh, shit! Yeah! Hench cat, yeah! That's so cute, but he's, he's the boss. Ooh. Okay, so do you want me to read the description first? Yeah. Okay, Hench cat. Be it Blofeld or Dr. Evil... Behind every evil genius in a revolving office chair sits an equally devious cat. <gasps> Ever wondered what lies behind your own cat's withering and inscrutable stare? Oh my god. Is it a demand for tuna or is it a fiendish plan for world domination? Mm. That's cow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hedge Cat says, stare your prey into submission, visualize your path to world domination, <gasps> and never leave it. A big chair will make you look powerful no matter how small and fluffy you may be <laughs> hell yes world domination man yeah thank you everybody for listening um you can subscribe to stray cats on spotify apple Podcasts, amazon music literally anywhere yeah um and give us five stars if you like us yeah leave us a little comment oh yeah we love comments oh and follow us on tiktok and instagram yep Stray Cats podcast. Yes. Um, and and here's your weekly reminder to continue on your path to world domination. Oh, great advice, Logan. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.